As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. 15 years ago, 15 years ago, we started this show, 15 years ago today. How do we celebrate? Uh, The Traeger Grills are fired up when we got some sliders, and Fritzy's not here today. He's observing the uh, religious holiday. So who's got it better than we do? Nobody. 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 Yeah. Not Fritzy. Who was the guest list first day? First day? First day. Now, we did that on the road. We were at KLAC that first week, weren't we? That's right. I, I don't have the guest list. I got For that week, I know we had Phil Jackson on. David Beckham. David Beckham was on that week. Yeah. The biggest stories in sports that week were there was a Colorado Rockies game where there's a play at the plate. It was like Tulowitzki or someone or Matt Holiday. The tag? The tag. Yeah. And that was the lead story okay. day one on air. The other big story was the Lakers were considering trading Kobe Bryant to the Bulls, yeah. and there's rumors that Kobe wanted this trade, yes. and that the sticking point was that the Bulls did not want to give up Ben Gordon. Yeah. Those are the two biggest stories our first week on air 15 years ago. Yes, Eden. Oh, man, that Ben Gordon trade. I remember <laughs> yeah. that whole week. Yeah. So 15 years ago, and we're in my attic, and we weren't buttoned up. Uh, so week one, we did it in L.A., and then we came back, and I took two bedrooms that weren't being used up in my attic, and then the Danettes would come up the back door, back staircase, and my wife would be there with four kids trying to get them out the door, and Seton was... I didn't know if you were technically savvy enough to be doing what you were doing, but you certainly looked like you were, 
And then Paulie was running the show. Uh, Fritzy, uh, McLovin wasn't even there. Uh, Fritzy got there, I think, a couple of weeks later because I was trying to get him from the mothership. And he and he was booking guests for us. I, I can certainly say it now. Fritzy was booking guests for ESPN shows, but he was also booking guests for my show because he had to wait like two weeks before he was going to join us. Yes, Paul. One thing that was a big deal is, remember, this is fall of 07. MLS had just uh, brought in David Beckham. And Beckham hadn't done any American radio interviews. He'd done like the Today Show, but you know he was that big at the yeah, time. Yeah. And Fritzy got Beckham to do us, and not uh, Mike and Mike and the, the other shows there. And I remember Fritzy <laughs> saying, "Don't let Dan say on the air, good job, Fritzy, getting David Beckham or something like that." No, it's rare when I would say, "Good job, Fritzy, on the air." So. I, I do remember Beckham called in, and you were interviewing him. And one of the questions you say, "How'd you get the nickname Golden Balls?" He goes, "Well, I'll tell you, Dan," and he walked you through it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And he was there. And he said that, uh, you know, Posh was there with him. And they were there at the kitchen table getting the kids uh, breakfast. Uh, so week one, 15 years ago. And, and thank you to all the affiliates, certainly KLAC and Don Martin and his staff for uh, embracing us. And uh, been, been a long, long run here, 15 years. I think Florio was a lawyer when we first started 15 years ago. You were... Is that right? You were a lawyer? You weren't even in this business 15 years ago? I was in the business. I was practicing law, and I was in the business. You started inviting me on foolishly about 15 years or so ago, (laughs) and I remember when you left the mothership, Fritzy would invite me on, and I still didn't quite understand why. But, yeah, I was doing both jobs kind of full-time until NBC came along in 2009, and that's when I escaped the practice of law forever. He's uh, Mike Florio. He runs the website Pro Football Talk, also Pro Football Talk Live with Chris Sims that precedes our show on the program. All right, recap the week. What has stood out so far since Sunday's games, Monday's games? Well, I know what stood out to me. It's not standing out to the NFL or the NFL Players Association, but, Dan, we're still in the aftermath of this Tua Tagovailoa situation, and we were horrified by what we saw on Thursday night. We were stupefied by what we saw the prior Sunday. And then Sunday night, Cameron Bray to the Buccaneers slams his head into Chris Godwin, lands on the ground, struggles to his feet, runs off the field. Two plays later, he's back in, maybe three. However many plays it was, he's back in without ever being checked for a concussion. They check him at halftime, he's got a concussion. He's out for the game. And the league's position and the union's position is the spotters who are paid to be monitoring the activity believe that Cameron Bray clearly hit his shoulder, not his head. Our lying eyes would say otherwise. And it's amazing to me that of all the times that the NFL should be as buttoned up as it could be when it comes to flagging potential concussions, it would be in the first primetime game played after the primetime game in which we were horrified by the sight of Tua Tagovailoa in the fencing posture and stretched it off the field. And Dan, what's going to happen is it's getting brushed under the rug. It's all going away but it's a sign that there are real issues still with the NFL's concussion protocol, maybe issues they can never fix. But this one is not going to be given any time of day. They don't want any more heat in a hot kitchen. They're already dealing with enough with Tua. They're just going to pretend this thing didn't happen, even though it did. That is amazing to me. And there isn't a damn thing we can do about it other than say, this is amazing. I can't believe they're doing. And I was told yesterday that now they're going to go the opposite. There's going to be an overreaction, an overcorrection with protocol. That is going to happen uh, probably later this week. 
And also, you know, the Dolphins doctor is not checking Tua for the concussion. He's checking him for the back. So the neurologist paid the price by saying, hey, he doesn't have a concussion. You know, the Dolphins doctor got off here. Like, all right, you checked him for his back, which is supposed to be the reason why he stumbled a couple of times, and then you put him back into the game. It felt like somebody had to pay the price, this unnamed neurologist, because I was told that the NFL didn't want to embarrass him by mentioning his name that he lost his job. But that's sort of what's playing out here uh, and will over the next day or two. That's right, and we should be getting some sort of an answer. We've been promised transparency. Now, how accurate will the information be? I don't know. And Dan, one of the big questions is whether or not anybody even looked at the video of Tua Tonga-Vailoa stumbling and being held up by a teammate. The protocol requires the doctors to review the video. I can't get anyone to tell me with any degree of certainty that they actually did. And as I've said this and written it, no one has contacted me and said, hey, you're barking up the wrong tree here. And trust me, they're not bashful about telling me that if they think I'm barking up the wrong tree. Nobody has said, you should quit talking about the possibility they didn't watch the video, but how astounding would that be? And Dan, here's what I think it all comes back to, and this is gonna piss people off at 345 Park Avenue, but I think this is the fundamental truth, and this is why Cameron Brait is being swept under the rug. You got an existential threat to the game here as it relates to the supply of young football players. And if I'm a parent with a kid playing high school football, and I'm watching these NFL games, and I say, even this state-of-the-art structure for protecting players doesn't work, how can I expect the local high school sports conference to protect my son and get him out of the game when he's banged his head? If the NFL can't do it when Cameron Brait bangs his head with 22 million people watching and 22 million people seeing it, how can I ever fully trust that my son is safe on a football field? And I just thank God my son's at the age where I don't have to run that analysis through my brain right now because I'm not sure what the end result would be. Yeah, but you have the players are going to continue to lie to stay in the game. Dan Orlovsky was with us and yesterday, and he said, yeah, if I was 24, I'd be lying. Drew Brees said, I lied all the time. I'd even lie to my wife. Uh, what's Tua saying when he goes to the sidelines? He's probably saying, my back, I, you know, he didn't want to come out of the game. So how do you get players to understand how can we protect you if you don't help us protect you? Well, but they're never going to. There's only a small handful of players who have the luxury of tapping out and not worrying about their job. I remember when Ben Roethlisberger did it in a Steelers game in Pittsburgh seven, eight years ago. He was heralded for doing the yeah. selfless thing that was for the good of the game. Yeah, because he doesn't have to worry about getting Wally pipped. Everybody else has to worry about that, and especially Tua. In a year where he's got to prove not just ability, but durability. And that's the other thing that doesn't get discussed here with Tua. He's got an obligation to protect himself on a football field. Drew Brees protected himself. The smaller quarterbacks. I remember the first time I was ever at an NFL-related function, and guys like Dan Marino and Boomer Esiason there, it's like, holy crap, where's the beanstalk? Like, these guys are huge. They're giants. And Drew Brees, normal size. Russell Wilson, normal size. Tua, normal size. You got to get rid of the ball. You got to avoid getting ragdoll. You know, that hit, 6'5 guy isn't going to go down the way that Tua went down on Thursday night. A guy who's 6'1", which means he's 5'11", 190, which means he's 175, he's going down in a very violent way. So that's part of it too. But that makes it all the more important, Dan, because we know we're not going to get the truth from the players. The structure has to be in place where it accepts we're never going to get the truth from the players. We can have another way to find out what's really going on inside their heads after they take an impact to the skull. He's Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. Uh, the report came out from the New York Post 
which is owned by the Murdoch family, and they own Fox, and Tom Brady is employed by Fox, so they've got the information that they've been reporting about Tom Brady's marriage. Um, is this is this fair game now to talk to... Are, are you allowed to, in a sports setting, talk to Brady about what's going off the field, and, and could that affect him on the field? I wrote something about this a couple of weeks ago because CNN got involved in the Tom Brady personal life beat and reported that Tom and Giselle were living separately. It's like CNN's reporting, like what, what kind of strange world is this? But when you're talking about somebody who lives an inherently public life, and he was asked about it generally a few weeks ago, does it bother him? And he understands you can't have it both ways. There are plenty of guys in sports who have this attitude of, Hey, everybody, look at me. Wait a minute. What the hell are you looking at? You can't have it both ways. If you want that attention and all the money that comes from it and all the adulation and praise, you can't pick and choose what people look at. And Brady gets it. And hey, if we're going to be obsessed over whether or not his finger is affecting his performance, his shoulder is affecting his performance, I mean, the guy disappeared for 11 days of training camp, and we never got a straight answer why. If there's some turmoil in his personal life that potentially affects his performance, that's relevant. The Buccaneers' entire team had to go to Miami last week, and they all stayed in a hotel with kids and pets. It was like Noah's Ark there, and they lost the game. And Todd Bowles, the head coach, was saying last night on the Buccaneers radio network, we couldn't focus. So, yeah, anything that keeps a guy from focusing on the task at hand is fair game, especially when it's one of the highest profile athletes slash celebrities married to somebody who is extremely high profile. I think it does become fair game. And when the Murdoch family's newspaper is reporting this, when they're ready to pay him $37.5 million a year, I think that does make it fair. Yeah, I was wondering about that because there were uh, members in our profession who were critical of us prying into Tom Brady's life. I And I always go back to Tiger Woods. When Tiger was, whatever was happening off the golf course, until it affected him on the golf course, then I, I wasn't interested in that. I, I wanted to be fair. Brady missed practices. Now it becomes something more than that. And I asked Brady about this months ago when we were on a conference call and we got to ask him a question. And I asked him about I was 50 when I decided to go home. I knew it was time to leave ESPN. I said, you know, you got to eventually go home. Like, when do you, like that tug of war that you and Giselle have. And he kind of pushed it off and said, well, I don't know if they want me at home all the time. But then he did answer it later, and he got a little emotional about it because he's, he's addicted. We all have addictions. He's addicted to football. And his wife said, I want you to come home. And he decided to come back and play football here. So it's a real thing. It's just, I don't know how forthcoming he's going to be in a press conference if they lose to the Falcons this weekend. Is that fair game? Like, it feels like the door is open. Can you ask him questions and still be keeping them in a sports-related manner? I think it's all fair game at this point because he's already said he understands it goes with the territory. Yeah. I don't know that it's fair to ask him if he throws three interceptions against the Falcons is the fact that you and your wife have hired divorce lawyers the reason for you throwing three interceptions. But I think it's fair game for general questions in his midweek press conference, which usually happens on Thursday, 
And just for analysis, like, hey, this guy is dealing with stuff that no NFL player has ever dealt with. He has stretched the rubber band farther than anyone ever has. The tank is well below E. Everything with him is uncharted waters. And we don't know. He doesn't know. Nobody knows where it goes from here. And it is fascinating. And you just can't look. If you're going to have this huge social media platform and you're selling underwear and crypto, how in the world can you run and hide when there's some big deal like this that causes you to disappear for 11 days of training camp mm -hmm. and no one will explain? And they try to act like it was all pre-planned and nobody believes it was pre-planned. It, it, it's just a reality show that is playing out for all of us to see. And it directly affects the performance of the player which directly affects the performance of the team. And you got all the DraftKings and FanDuel commercials for people to bet. And they're, they're making bets based upon how guys are going to perform. I think it is fair game to talk about it and wonder how it's going to affect them. Before I let you go, um, is there a coach that's on the hot seat? Oh, Matt Rule. Matt okay. Rule. Matt Rule will be lighting the Yule log. <laughs> so a, a rule... Instead of a Yuletide, it's a That's right. a, a rule tide long. How's he going to last, Dan? They, uh, Baker, poor Baker Mayfield. He made a four and a half million dollar bet on himself. We love it when guys bet on themselves because it's not our money. He made a four and a half million dollar bet on himself. All things told, when he took the trade to Carolina, thinking he's going to have the kind of year that sets him up for a big contract. Uh, through four weeks, he's got a lot of work to do, and. You know, when Ben McAdoo's the offensive coordinator, all due respect, I mean, it's kind of hard to find a good offensive coordinator when the offensive coordinators who are being considered know that everyone's job is riding on this guy getting it done. So you're getting down to choice five, six, or seven. Matt Rule, I know he says he's not concerned about it. Well, maybe he's not. Maybe he's past it because it just feels like it's a matter of time before David oh, Tepper yeah, absolutely. says see you later. But can Nathaniel Hackett be on the hot seat this early in his coaching career? Well... I think that he could be one and done. Every time a coach gets fired after one year, we've got a post at PFT that we dust off and update to remind everybody that it happens a lot more often than you think. You got new ownership that did not hire him. And we've seen some fundamental flaws in game planning, in game execution, decision making, not making decisions quickly enough, making bad decisions. And, and these folks who come from Walmart, where they have put together a multi-billion dollar company, a company that has, like they've got, like everybody in that family's a billionaire. That's how much money this company has made. They're not going to screw around, Dan. That In the time that I have been explaining to you, Nathaniel Hackett's status, Walmart has made enough money to finance <laughs> his buyout and then some. They won't hesitate to say, see you later, Nathaniel Hackett. Always great to talk to you, Mike. Thank Good you. Good talking to you. Congratulations on the 15 years. Thank you, Mike. Mike had the under, by the way. He goes, there's no way you last that 15 years. The under was like, Five months, something like that. Six months. Yeah, Paul. I can remember the first time we had Florio on. He was doing his website, which was like one-stop shopping for all the NFL news, but yeah. he got publicity because he had the, the counter last time a, a player had been arrested. Yes, it, that's right. It got him both good and bad publicity. Let me take a break here. We'll get to phone calls coming up. I have the team that's now favored to have the most wins in the NFL this season. Might surprise you. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Got up this morning, looked at the alarm clock. Alarm clock looked back at me. I didn't flinch. The stare down here. I'm not afraid of you because I got M Drive. M Drive, got my uh, smoothie, my fruit smoothie, threw in a scoop there, and I'm good to go. Energy galore. You can hear it in my voice right now. I think I could go run a marathon right now. Maybe not a marathon, but. 
Like in my mind, I could. You know what? I could watch a marathon. <laughs> That's how much energy I have. M Drive going to help you stay motivated, energized. M Drive testosterone support for driven guys. You can find the top selling M Drive products at Walgreens, Rite Aid, Vitamin Shop, just for my listeners. If you want to just try it, $5. That's a two week trial. $5. And uh, you get started by texting Dan to 55,000, 55,000. Claim your exclusive offer. So don't waste another day. Get going. Get M-Drive. Text Dan to 55,000. Get your first order of M-Drive for just $5. Message and data rates apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? I'd crack of the beer. Absolutely. Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show. And I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. 
And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Seton just told me something that I was not aware of. That if you live in Los Angeles and you might... You know, when you greet somebody, you kiss them on both both cheeks. And uh, the reason is? To see if there's somebody more important behind <laughs> the other person. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I don't know if it's fact. It's, oh. it's just a joke, but it's, yeah. it seems appropriate okay. for uh, L.A. sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever done a kiss on both cheeks with anybody. You're not running in the right crowd then, Dan. <laughs> Apparently not. I'm not, not running with any famous people there. Yes, Paul. My sister had this friend that was really flighty, and when you'd be talking to her, let's say you're at a bar and you'd talk to her, mm-hmm. she would look over your shoulder and go, hey, Mark, and she'd wave. And, you'd like, and then she'd do it like four minutes later. She'd be like, oh, hey, and she'd wave to people. There was nobody there. She just wanted to appear popular. Oh. And so my sister goes, you know, she's waving to nobody. She just does it to everybody. That's fascinating. I remember going out to Los Angeles, and we went to Spago's and, uh, on Sunset. So my wife and her, you know, we're tourists. We're corny. We're like, hey, let's go to Spago's. We walk in. First of all, it's 5 in the afternoon. And we're like, hey, let's go see if anybody famous is there. Uh, well, you walk in. And everybody turns around, and then they realize you're nobody, and they turn. It's synchronized fandom, and like they turn, no, you're nobody, and then they turn back around. And I thought, that was awesome. Nobody knew us, and then we went to a, a, there's a bar. Oh, I'm sure that people out there are going to know. But it's, it's where these actors who were role actors, you know, they had a small part. And they, they all went to this bar. And then they would just sit around and talk about the movies that they were in. Or at least it felt like there were about 15 people. And then you had somebody who said, uh, you know, they were in a scene with Jaws and, and, and just small little things. But there was a bar that's right on Sunset. And it's not very far from Spago's. And we went there, too. That's when we went out for the Academy Awards. And we're just we're as touristy as you could possibly be. I'm like, hey, let's go here. Let's go here. Maybe we'll see somebody famous there. Yeah, Mar. Speaking of role actors, there's a documentary that everyone should see. It's called That Guy Who Was In That Thing, and it's about character actors. It's about people you know their face, but you have no idea what their names are, and they just talk about their ups and downs and like maybe their hot streaks and then times where they were unemployed. It's really fascinating. There's nobody whose names you would know, but you know their faces. Bill Simmons and his buddy Gus Ramsey, who runs my broadcasting school at Full Sail, they would always call those that guy. Remember that guy? And then you'd, you'd have to attach a name to it because, yeah, I remember that guy. What's his name? And it would be that guy. Yeah, see. There's that Uber Eats commercial I think it is running right now where they have a bunch of celebrities. It's like Sarah Silverman and all this stuff. And then there's this one guy who pops up and he's like, uh, 
and you know his face immediately. And he was just like, I'm famous, but I'm not like famous famous. I'm more like, hey, that's that guy from that thing famous. <laughs> so saving money is pretty clutch. And it's like he captures it perfectly because as soon as he pops up, you're like, oh, that's that guy from that thing I watched. Yeah. And he says it. Yeah, more. Those are the guys that are snap your finger. Come on, you know. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Your, your boy. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. I'm pretty good at spotting those people. We were all at a pizza joint, you and I, and the, we went in Lower East Side one time, and we're sitting there. I go, do you guys recognize the bartender? Everyone's like, no. He was the FBI agent in The Sopranos for about four <laughs> yes, episodes. Yes, yes. And, and I think I went up to yes. him. He was very happy to be talked yeah, to. Yes, I remember that. Yes, He was Agent Grasso in The Sopranos. Yes, yes, that was me. <laughs> you did like a four-episode swing. We were in Toronto shooting a Sandler movie, and we saw a guy who was in that movie, That, that thing, thing You Do. Tom Everett Scott. Yes. Good actor, funny guy, and a, and a fan of the show. He ran up to us. We're like, you were in that, know. that thing you do. And then all of a sudden I go, oh, yeah, I remember you. I feel like we hung out with him for a while. We that did. Night. I, <laughs> I sure did. Yeah, because I don't know if anybody knew him, but we were up there and we were shooting Pixels in Toronto. That was one of the craziest, I don't know if he if, if was in... 48 hours of my life. When we went to dinner that night, and, and so Ivan Reitman, famous director, and he had a restaurant, and Sandman invited us, and Dan Aykroyd was there. But he didn't tell us that Dan Aykroyd was going to be there. So we get there, and we're geeking out. Now, Ivan Reitman has been involved in a lot of great movies. Uh, Stripes. I know. I don't know. Is he Animal House? I mean, he's he got a Ghostbuster. Lo- Ghostbuster, yes. So we go, and we all of a sudden we're like, there's Dan Aykroyd. Is that Dan? That's Dan Aykroyd. So we sit down, and he sits down at the table. Well, Sandler finally breaks, you know, the, the, the sort of uh, silence there. He's like, uh, hey, Danny, let him ask you a bunch of questions. <laughs> <laughs> and Aykroyd goes, okay, all right, go ahead. And he could not have been nicer because Sandler said to Dan Aykroyd, hey, Danny, come on, answer their questions. So we're like, um, and we, everybody had a question for Aykroyd. Yes. Uh, and it was kind of crazy, too, because it was a crowded restaurant. It was a really nice restaurant, too. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's us idiots sitting there with Adam Sandler and Dan Aykroyd and Ivan Reitman's restaurant. And you could see people looking like, whoa, look at. Yeah. Who Those are, guys. Yeah, you know, like, are, look at that. Adam Sandler's <laughs> over there. That's Dan Aykroyd. This is crazy. <laughs> Uh, and the, like me and Fritzy being like, so SNL in 78, what was uh, that? That uh, skin I loved, yeah. bag of glass. When yeah. you worked with John Belushi, was that awesome? Oh. <laughs> uh, Did you like uh, Chevy Chase? Uh, yeah. And then we went and shot the scene, and uh, that was kind of bizarre, too. And then somehow you end up at a hotel bar, and the dude from that thing you do <laughs> is there. <laughs> What is this world? Uh, who has it better than we Nobody. do? Nobody. Nobody. I'm about to. I got to get you uh, you guys into another movie here. I got to see if I can get maybe Marvin in at the movie. See what I can do, okay? Will Ferrell knows my name, so I'm all right. Yeah, that's true. That's a start. Will Ferrell's never put me in one of his movies. He always He's very polite. You'll go, oh, I, I could never do that to, uh, to Adam. I go, yeah, you can. <laughs> yes, you let, can do it. Let us decide that. Yes, yeah. you can do it to Adam Sandler. I'll deal with that fallout. Yes, Thank you. Yeah. If I lose Sandler as a friend, that's okay. I've had a great run with Sandler. Yes, Paul. And on behalf of the Danettes, we've gone 10 years without being a Sandler movie. Yeah. Now, we can do that again with a reason. 
All righty. Okay, Dan, talk some sports. All right, I will. Here you go. Start of the season, this team's over-under was nine and a half. The over-under now is 13 and a half. The highest over-under right now, according to DraftKings. Marvin? 49ers? No. Paulie? Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles have the highest over-under over the Bills. Bills at 13. How about that? How about that? How about that? Uh, Here's another one for you. I always look at these numbers. You know, when you look at scoring offenses and you look at teams that play in the Super Bowl, right now the Packers are averaging just under 19 points per game. That's 22nd in the NFL. They're behind the Giants. They're behind the Jets. They're behind the Panthers. Why is that a big deal? Let's go back to 2017. Falcons, number one in scoring. Patriots, number three. They meant the Super Bowl. 2018, Eagles, number one scoring offense. Patriots tied for second, met in the Super Bowl. 2019, Rams, number two scoring offense. Patriots, number four. 2020, Kansas City, number two in scoring. San Francisco, number three. Tampa Bay in 2021, number, number two scoring offense. Kansas City was number six. And then you had the, uh, well, this was the anomaly. You had the Rams sixth in scoring offense. The Bengals were ninth. If you're looking at a team going to the Super Bowl, look at teams that are going to be scoring a lot of points. Now, I always look at defense, but I always look at offense and defensive lines. I just want to know, do you have depth, and are you really good? Are you solid? And and Philadelphia, to me, might have the best offense and defensive line. I don't know if they have the best team, but they certainly have the best offensive line. Yes, Mark? This might sound sound crazy, but this might be a sneak MVP year for Jalen Hurts. If they go fifteen and two and he, he's playing like he's been playing. Yeah. All right, Josh Allen, sorry, maybe another year. If he's bowling out, as you like to say. Bowling out of control. Yes, yes, Paul. But if you go back to last year at the end of the season when Cincinnati Bengals were I think they were ten and six, they finished the regular season. A lot of people were not on their bandwagon because of the offensive line. They're like, yeah. they cannot protect Joe Burrow. It's not gonna get better against playoff teams. That, they're like an anomaly with that one. They weren't a great offense. Like, you had Burrow and you had Jamar Chase, but, you know, they were ninth in scoring. And that was probably in large part due to Joe Burrow running for his life. But the Eagles have a great defensive line and offensive line. And they have depth, and that's really important. But look at the teams. Give me the teams that are highest scoring teams in the NFL, Paulie. Can you uh, pull that up real quickly? Sure. Give me a second. Yeah. Let's go get the book. Yeah. Go get the book there, Paulie. But, uh, you know, right now the Green Bay Packers. And I asked this with Dan Orlovsky of the mothership yesterday. I'm like, hey, which team do you like moving forward? You know, it feels like Tampa's going to get some players back. Uh, but this is who Green Bay is. And he loves Green Bay. And I was like, okay, the rookie receivers, maybe they don't act like rookies. And uh, you got a good running game. Yeah, Paul. Do you want to play the which NFL team is leading the league in yards per game on offense after four weeks game? No, I'd rather play who's leading in scoring. Scoring. Yeah. Scoring. Points per game right now. Okay. Let's go. Well, the Lions are going to be in this, so. They're in it so much. So <laughs> they're, they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> your, your Lions are averaging 35 a game. Who is second, third, and fourth? 
Buffalo. Buffalo's fifth. Are the Dolphins in there? No, they're about ninth. Okay. Eighth, ninth. All right. The Kansas City Chiefs are second. The mm. Baltimore Ravens are mm. third at two and two. Oh, yeah. Your Eagles are fourth in scoring offense. Okay. Gosh, I thought the Ravens, dark horse Super Bowl team. They <laughs> really did. Who's the leading uh, rushing team in the league? The awkward one. The New York Giants, yeah. 192 a game. Yeah, I don't and know. it's their quarterback, too. Yeah, I don't know if that matters. How well you run the football. Oh, well, how about the worst passing team in the NFL? This is the easiest guess of the year. Passing yardage per game. Um, I would say it's your team, Paulie. It absolutely is. Yeah. The Bears are under 100 yards passing per game. That's like all time. That's like triple option. Day. Yes, Marv. Your Ravens, they've trailed for a total of 14 seconds in their two losses this season. Damn. Stat of the day. Okay, stat, stat of the day. Yes, Paul. Wait, you're the one that's handling the music over there. Yeah, but I wanted to join in. See, so you started singing. Oh. And oh. I was like, man, that's such a good stat. I didn't even think about stat of the day for me. Yeah, you had a stat of the day. Bop, bop. Stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day, bop up. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that one. Stat of the day. You know what's great about this man cave? Aside from everything, I have a, a TV monitor and I got all these cameras here. I'm watching Tyler outside prepare a slider Wednesday. Mm. How good is that? You know, it's cold, it's damp. And I said, let's pick up the kids' spirits here. Tyler's outside. He's, uh, oh, he's taking things off the trigger. Tyler, incredible, fighting the elements. Braving. Yes, he is. <laughs> Rain, nor sleet, nor. Oh, look at him. He's making those sliders. This is so is okay. Slider Wednesday a thing? No, I just said. Or is it a one-off? No, we got this, the King's Hawaiian buns, and they sent me a shipment. And I if said, we could start like breakfast burrito Monday, slider Wednesday, <laughs> meat Friday. I mean, we could have a whole thing going here. All right. Uh, Paulie has the uh, NFL retirement. Is this a game? It kind of is. Okay. I wish we had music. For okay. Let me, let me see. Do we have NFL retirement music? There it is. Sounds familiar. In the past 12 hours, the a, autumn wind. An NFL player retired. Here's a couple of hints. He is a quarterback. He's 30 years old, a little early to be out of football. Hmm. In his first five years, he threw for 103 touchdowns and 75 picks. One season, he had 35 passing touchdowns. He is no longer in football at age 35. Blake 30. Bortles. Blake Bortles is correct. Whoa! He gave it away with that uh, 35 touchdown yeah. season. How is he not in football as a backup at 30 when he had a season where he had 35 touchdowns to 18 picks. And I remember Jacksonville was so quiet on who they were taking. And then when they said, Dan, the Jaguars take Blake Bortles, we're like, what? He's 2-1 and one in his career in the playoffs. They almost went to the Super Bowl in 17. Three playoff touchdowns, no picks. Dang. Yeah, I don't know what happens with that. That if you're good enough to throw for 35 touchdowns, and... and I got to believe there's got to be a spot as a backup there. And he's only 30 years of age. Yes, Marv. He was very, 
very Jimmy G-ish. That, that Jacksonville team, mm. very good team. He was on the team. Like, he was a quarterback of the team. They were very, very good that year. They were up on the Patriots in that uh, oh, they were. AFC title game, too. That Miles Jack touchdown should have counted, but oh, I digress. Wow. Yeah. Let it go. Was So was he Jimmy G before Jimmy G? It, it felt it, like something was happening with him in Jacksonville. And is then Blake it, Bortles the same age as Jimmy G? They're probably like maybe a year apart. I got Garoppolo. Yeah, same age. Two months difference. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Feels like Bordelaise has been around a long time. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jimmy sat for a while. Yeah. First couple of years. Yeah. So did Blake. Uh, let me take a break here. <laughs> uh, we'll close up shop. Uh, last call for phone calls, what we learned. And if you're uh, you're watching on Peacock, and why wouldn't you be? Oh, those sliders look so damn good. Let's go eat. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Embrace the new year with a new style of whiskey. Keeper's Heart, the official whiskey of the Dan Patrick Show, brings together the smoothness of Irish whiskey with the boldness of American whiskey. It's a new style of whiskey and perfectly balanced taste experience. In just two years, Keeper's Heart has already earned over 130 awards. They must have just won 10 more because last week it was 120. Everybody is finding out about the world's best Irish whiskey. They have that prestigious title. Now, the legendary distiller is Brian Nation. 
Nation. He's the one who started Jameson and uh, Red Breast Whiskey. So he comes over to the United States and he creates this in two years. They are an award-winning team. Machine. And as we approach St. Patty's Day, no better choice than Keeper's Heart to celebrate the occasion. The perfect blend of smooth Irish and bold American whiskeys creating a wonderfully balanced taste profile. Go to KeepersHeartWhiskey.com and use the code DAN24 for $10 off. And remember, sip responsibly. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Nothing to watch tonight. Got early baseball today. By the way, the World Series odds, these are updated odds by DraftKings. Dodgers are the favorites, then the Astros, Braves, then the Yankees, then the Mets, and then the Blue Jays. Yes, Paulie. I have some good news about nothing to watch tonight. You're right, that early baseball? Yeah. I was just talking with Seton. It's too bad the Mac didn't get some action going tonight and place a nice 8 p.m. Yes. Like a, when do they start the Wednesday game? About three weeks. Oh, it's way too long. Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But we have an unintentional bonus here. Because of the hurricane, UCF's game against SMU was moved. So tonight nice. on ESPN2, you have SMU at UCF, and I am IN for that one. Okay. It's a Fritzy okay. type I, joke. Uh, bloop. I got it. Bloop. <laughs> All right. SMUCF, that, I would watch that on Saturday at 3 p.m. That's All right. I am I, I am I am. Back to you. Yeah. Okay. So we got something to watch. Dork. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. yeah. I started watching The Greatest Beer Run Ever, that movie. Mm. Is oh, that, is oh, that it's the name streaming? of it? It's a streaming movie? Yeah. Is that, uh, is that the title of it? Zach Efron's in it. Bill Murray's in it. Uh, greatest Beer Run Ever. Based on a true story about a guy in New York who decides that he's going to go to Vietnam and deliver beers. These are the Farrelly brothers. Yeah, it just came out. And he's bringing beer over just to say to his buddies who were in the Vietnam War, hey, I'm thinking about you. And it, I guess there's a guy who did this, loaded up beer, and took it over there. Uh, Russell Crowe's in it. Is, uh, is it called The Greatest Beer Run Ever? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zach Efron, Russell Crowe, Bill Murray, amongst others. Yeah. So I'm about 30 minutes into it. It's good. Interesting. Oh, boy. No, no, but I, I, I can't. I have a real hard time staying with anything. Why can't you watch a movie head to toe? I have no idea. I have no idea. Does that concern you? Yes, it does. <laughs> it absolutely does. And my wife was like, God, you're such a restless soul. And I said, I know, I can't. It's really, really rare if I watch an entire episode of something all the way through. Why? I don't know. I get bored. Yes, Marv. Can you remember the last time you've watched the movie from start to finish? It was probably at a premiere. Yes. 
when I had to stay. But that doesn't count. In a theater, you're in a different environment. Home where you click on it and you don't click off it. Oh, I don't know. Doesn't it seem weird when a movie is released now only in theaters? Like, why? Yeah. Like, what's wrong with yeah, you? What guys? the hell do I got to go there for? Just give it to me at my home. Although Top Gun, you know, that that may have revitalized the movie going experience. Yes, Paul. Top Gun was like the documentary for Michael Jordan. It was a reminder to America and the world. Mm. I'm still the heavyweight champ. Oh, Tom. Oh, Tom Cruise. Oh, is Tom Cruise the Michael Jordan of movie making? I think that's fair. No, because Jordan's considered the greatest ever. Tom might be the greatest marketer. Box office? Box office. But there could be a difference between the greatest movie star ever and the greatest actor ever. He's a great, he's a, one of the best movie stars ever. He's the last movie star. Yeah, Paul. And considered a good actor. He's not just in like blockbusters and doesn't have any movies that have gotten nominated. I, all I know is if he's in a movie, it's making a ton of money. I mean, that's. There's some, it's not a coincidence anymore. And you can say, well, all right, he's not a great actor. All right. Has he ever been nominated? I think born on the 4th of July, I'm almost sure he was nominated. He may have won it. Okay. Yes, Mark. Yeah, those are the differences between great actors and movie stars. Okay, would you rather be a great actor or a movie star? Oh, a movie star. I'm going to the Oscars to present. (laughs) Okay. But I'm still going to the Oscars, though. So you'd rather be a great actor. No, 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 movie star. Movie star for sure. Okay, if I say you're Daniel Day-Lewis or you're Tom Cruise. Yeah, Paul. I think Daniel Day-Lewis might be too big because he's both, I think he's both a movie star and a great actor. How about you have Paul Giamatti? No, you can't go Paul Giamatti again. I always do. I know you do. It used to be Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, Seton. Tom Cruise has been nominated for an Oscar three times but hasn't won any of them. He got it for Born on the Fourth of July, Jerry Maguire, and Magnolia. Okay. But lost all of them. He was great in Jerry Maguire. Tropic Thunder, he should have got a nomination. He was so good in that. Yeah, he was. He was good in that. Oh, dude, he lost to... Uh, Michael Caine? Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. That's a BS. All right. So, movie star or great actor? Yes, Mark. And it's hard to be both. Like, if you're Leo DiCaprio, he's both. If Den- Brad Denzel, Pitt, Denzel, Denzel, yeah. Brad Pitt's both, Tom Hanks is both. Like Ooh. those guys that you would put in those great, great actor and yeah. big, big time movie star. Yes, Paul. So Leo's like Otani, all star at both. Mm, well, so is Denzel. Oh, that's true. Hanks, Tom Cruise. Well, I don't know if he's ever been considered a great actor. Lost best supporting actor for Magnolia to Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine got two, and he stole one from, was it Haley Joel Osment? Was that the same year? That was the same year. That was Cider Haley, House Rules? Cider House Rules. Oh it's my the same God. year. As Jude Law was nominated for Talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, Haley Joel Osment, Sixth Sense. That poor kid. Michael Clark Duncan in The Green Mile. Haley Joel Osment was unbelievable in Sixth Sense. Yes, Paul. Kids can't win it. It's like being a freshman for the Heisman and think you have more years oh, later. That bums me out, man. Bums me out. I don't know why. Uh, what did we learn on the program? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> did we learn anything on I don't know on this if we program. learned a damn... No, it's 15 years ago today that it all started. All of this, it all started. Seton, what did you learn today? 
I learned 15 years ago today oh, we were God, sitting dude. in your... Marv, attic. where were you 15 years ago today? I was in a dorm at the University of Connecticut. All right. Yeah, doing some work. Come on guy, now. Huh? <laughs> doing hey, little some... guy, little Marvin. Hey. Hey. So tussle his hair a little. Yeah. Look at little guy all grown up. What we learned brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code Patrick for a special offer when you sign up. That's promo code Patrick only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Jeremy Lin is going to join us, I believe, tomorrow. He's got a documentary coming out on his life, his career. Talk to you then. One more item as we close out the show, and what a show it was without Fritzy. LifeLock is here to help you because you probably don't know this. October is Cyber Security Awareness Month. Really, for LifeLock, it's every month. They're there to help you. And it's the perfect time to ensure that you're doing everything you can to stay safer online. You have to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every single day. We put so much information out there, and it's dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. So protect your identity. LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects alerts if there's an identity threat or a potential one, they will uh, alert you. Uh, somebody could take out a loan in your name. Crimes have been committed by thieves pretending to be you, but you have a U.S.-based restoration specialist who will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but protect what's yours with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. First year, 25% off, promo code Patrick, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com, promo code Patrick, 25% off. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber. Not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.
This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.